Welcome to Asphalt Chasers, the podcast where two motorcycle enthusiasts share their tales of adventure on the open road. Join John and Dave as they discuss the exciting rides they've conquered, the interesting people they've met, and the places they hope to explore in the future. From scenic routes through breathtaking landscapes to exhilarating rides through bustling cities, your hosts will take you on a journey like no other. They will share tips and tricks for planning the ultimate motorcycle trip and talk about the gear and equipment they swear by. And at the end of each episode, they'll raise a glass and take a shot of their favorite spirit in celebration of a ride well-ridden. So strap on your helmet and join John and Dave on the ride with Asphalt Chasers. Welcome to Asphalt Chaser episode 13. Lucky or unlucky, not sure what it is, but hey, let's get this rocking and rolling. I'm your host, John, again, and I'm joined by my buddy, my other riding fool, the the tar, the 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 hang on, hang on, let's see, um, the trying to touch the ground road glide rider, dangerous Dave. How you doing, buddy? Good. Trying to touch the ground? Oh, oh, oh! I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. The fun riding with Dave in Sturgis a few years ago. Ah, oh, that was a venture. That was fun. But you scare me every time you say that. <laughs> and I yell at you every time. So you don't I haven't done it yet. Yeah. yeah. And then you're trying to do that other the other trick I the other video I sent you. How's that one coming along? The starfish. Oh. How's starfish coming? Starfish is almost done, buddy. Oh no. <laughs> oh, starfish no. is it's not quite ready for prime time yet, but it's getting there. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Starfish is still a little butt squirmy. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. So uh you doing pretty good, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. All I right. got a little bit of a cold still lingering, but Yeah, yeah, we, we're kinda of a little behind on shows. Uh Dave kinda of caught a little cold and a little under the weather, so But hey, yeah. glad you're feeling better, buddy. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. So so what are you drinking tonight? I know you I saw you got a pre drink, right? You had a pre drink, you're drinking a little uh Pabst Blue Ribbon tonight. All right, sweet. And then for later, I have some Insurrection Distillery Pecan Whiskey. Oh, nice. Uh, I, well, you can't really see it, but... Cool. Nobody can see it, because we don't have video, do we? No, we don't. No. Oh, well. So, uh... Just, just imagine the bottle, and it's there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about we are heading, at the end of February, we're heading off to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. To the Mama Tried Motorcycle Show. And Flat Out Friday. And Flat Out Friday. Yeah, this this has changed in the last, beginning of the year, it's kind of changed plans. Dave wasn't really sure if he was going to go, and he was kind of down in the dumps, and I kind of chatted with my wife, and I said, oh, maybe I'll go with him. Yep. So I told Dave, and Dave calls up and says, Mrs. Dangerous Dave wants to go. Yeah. So she's partaking in the trip. That's right. And then, and then, then you say to me, hey, why don't you see if Natalie wants to go? I'm like, okay. (laughs) So we, uh, I chatted with her and since we're not taking bikes and we're going in a vehicle, she is also partaking in the trip. She she had, she got time off and she did. 
So uh, she is partaking in a trip to Milwaukee. So the, it's going to be a couple this weekend, Milwaukee bound. So that's going to be interesting. Yep. Still bike, kind of. What do we call it? Bike, sure. uh, bike adjacent. How about bike adjacent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it should be a good time. The uh, yeah. I know Natalie's kind of been doing, I won't say a lot of research, but she did some research on what could be done in Milwaukee. So if any of our listeners know anything about doing Milwaukee, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, because I've only been there for Mama Tried last year, and that was a whirlwind vacation. We got there Friday evening and left Sunday morning. Right, right. So, uh, and kind of plans change. Originally, we were going to go up to Dave's house. We we're going to leave from Dave's house to go across. And, well, Mrs. Deb, Mr. Mrs. 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 Dangerous said, hey, why don't they meet us on the way? So we're kind of meeting you on the way in good old Ohio. Ohio. The Funny. state that's round on the ends and high in the middle. <laughs> never heard that one before. That's a good one. Yeah, you never heard that one before? Uh, oh. oh, my goodness, John. What? Yeah, it's the only state that's round on the ends and high in the middle. Hmm. <laughs> that's interesting, Dave. So, so, so since you went to Mama Tried last year, you went with your son. Anything special about it? You know, what's cool? What's what should I look um, forward to? It's 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 probably one of the top five shows in the country as far as like chopper shows or bike shows. It's pretty cool. It's 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 in a um they call it the rave. Okay. And it's a multi level building and like they have vendors on one level and then they have the top level, I think it is. They had, last year at least they had all the bikes on one level pretty much. There were a couple other places, but ninety percent of them were all on this one level, and they are, you know, top notch builders. Cool. It's it's and like last year there was uh, there's other bikes there stuff like uh, traveling chopper was there. It's a guy who's ridden all around the world on this chopper. And it's it's a real long, long, long chopper by so long that the front is solid uh, front end. There's no suspension in it because it's so long that the steel flexes. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, there was also uh, some people probably listened to Danger Dan. His uh, Pan America was there that he rode all the way down to the bottom of uh, South America on down the Pan America Highway. That was there, and then there's lots of custom builds there, and there's vendors and stuff. That's at the Mama Tried show, so, and it's pretty cool. It's 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 an indoor show, like I said, but it's pretty cool. And then the night before is Flat Out Friday, which I think everybody will enjoy the most. It's a indoor flat track that they they put. I think they put Dr Pepper down on the on a on an indoor track, and they. Race all sorts of things around it. So, it, if you've seen pictures of it in the past, like one year they had a, maybe even last year, I think it was there, was an outhouse that raced. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, a real one of them, you know, plastic outhouses. The door was open so the guy could see and it went around the track. <laughs> Sounds like something you do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun time. So, 
Last year, they had a balloon race where they covered the whole racetrack with balloons. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. So they don't take it too seriously. It's more fun than serious. So, well, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Cool to see. That should be interesting. I haven't been to, I've kind of enjoyed some of the custom bike shows and I've seen in the past. I really enjoyed the, um, the hand built show that was done in Austin when I was down in MotoGP. So that was, that was kind of a cool show. I would say this is probably on par with that. Cool. Hand built's one of the top shows too. It's yeah. hand built, born free. Um, yeah, because it looks yeah. like it's an invitation only. So that kind of, you know, cream and the crop uh, kind of builders, I think. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, a, it's, I mean, if it's anything like last year, which I'm sure it will be, it's a great show. So yeah, awesome. Awesome to hear that. So uh, should be a good time. Yep. So, uh, yeah, then let's see what else we're we going to, um, so we'll figure that out going out there, kind of a quick trip up and back, but it shouldn't be bad. It shouldn't be there a day and a half or so. So yeah. And we're going to report back on how we, uh, make out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, that, then we'll have something to talk about. That'll be interesting rather than, you know, Us whether my rain suit works or not again. Oh, your rain suit. Yeah. Hey, since we haven't talked, have you ridden since the last time we talked? No, I haven't. It, this oh, is that time of year when I don't ride. Although there is a small window of opportunity on Saturday. Oh, 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 oh. I, I got out. Yeah. Well, you don't have salt on the roads. <laughs> right now, I don't. <laughs> no. You know what's well, I, you, I still do. You know what's funny was last week, uh, last weekend, it was down in like below 20 here. Yeah. Okay. Today it was 70. 70. 70. Yeah. Today I think we got maybe 51. There's still some snow hanging out, so it wasn't too warm, but it's mostly snow now in the grass where it was piled up or something, you know. But yeah, the roads, well, we're probably getting rain tonight and tomorrow. And if that happens, then. That'll clear the salt off the roads. And then I'm supposed to go out to Harrisburg for, um, it's called the LNL. It's a thing to teach me how to be a better PR person for the one, for the bait club I'm in the PR person for now. So, oh, so, so, so you're going to be a, um, so you can do a better job hosting the show for me, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. That, you're going to be a better yeah. PR and you're going to be able to get more social media going for me. Sure, sure. All right. Because okay. we, we got to get our numbers up. I got to start making some money at this job. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, unless we get all five of our lit- listeners to kick in $1,000 a month. Yeah. I don't. If, do we have five listeners yet? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I'm hoping it's 5000 and they could just add, you know, a dollar. Well, I can tell but, you it's not 5000 You don't think it's 5000 No. You think it's one thousand? No. Think it's one hundred? No. You think it's more than one? Yeah, I think so. More than ten? I don't know. Oh. Because I know it's more than one. Because I listen, so at least you know I I listen to myself. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. I have a hard time. And talking about the little thing, I started to um give a shout out to our good friends, my former 
show that I was on, uh, Law Pipes. They've uh, re-kicked up again. Rich has gotten Chad on, and they've been doing a bi-weekly cadence, it looks like. They're planning on doing. So uh, we kind of fall under the same banner with them a little bit, because Rich does my editing for us, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I con him in to help me out with that, so. Yeah. So thanks, Rich, for helping us out, and hopefully you guys, you know, do a good job. With it. You guys are doing a good job, and it's cool to see you yeah. back. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, yeah. And Boomer, good job. And so uh, anyway, so let's kind of flip. We'll we'll talk more about Milwaukee when we get back, and probably be after that's end of the month. So probably be the first episode back in March. So it'll be about yeah, a month probably. away, a couple episodes away. So yeah, so uh, let's talk about. You and I, we'll, we'll talk about some uh, travel plans and technology and working on it. I've been working on our our trip for um, the West Coast ride for 2024, and Dave's over here adding to the list, as always. Just just a couple things, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you still, you still, you still owe me a Pike's Peak. Well... That is August, my friend, if that's going to happen. It's not happening in... <laughs> not happening in May or June, huh? No. So uh, that, that trip's turning out pretty cool. We're going to be um, heading out. We got the first, I think, the first week locked down pretty good. We're going to be... Um, we're going to have Chad and Jen meeting us up in Texas, and they're going to spend about a good week with us. Yeah, it sounds like it. Good week? Is it a week? Yeah, a good week. A good week with us. Right now, yeah. they're gonna we're gonna go out and we're hitting the um, Pacific Coast Highway. No, well, we're hitting the Pacific Coast Highway in the northern side of um, San Francisco because it's still being repaired in the southern part. Um, we got a trip planned out of San Francisco, going up the San Francisco coast or California coast, up into Red Red, Red Woods, and into um, Oregon. Huh? The Olympic Peninsula, right? No. No, yeah. that is out. I'm t- See, guys, this is what I deal with. I spent an hour and a half on the phone last night with Dave, getting this all worked out. <laughs> and he goes, I got to change my oil. I got 5,000 miles. And and uh, so he's going to change it at 3,500. He's like, oh, I should be able to make it home. And I added up the miles last night. Roughly, it's going to be 4,500 miles back home. You realize that, right? So we got 500 miles to spare. Yeah. Well, you, you said you got a spare day in there right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just trying to fill your days. I'm trying to make it easier on you. You know, a little less planning if you go all the way up to the Olympic Peninsula, right? Oh, wait, that's more planning, isn't it? <laughs> ah, see, see what's happening. So anyway, so we got this, uh, the cool one. We're going to actually, we actually have changed plans a little bit. We're going to do Lolo Pass, and they found the Rogers Pass, which is the coldest recorded temperature in the continuous United States at negative, well, they say 70, but it's actually was 69.7. Oh, okay. 1954. So we're going to go through that little pass, and then we're going to stay at this um, an old 1980s? Is it 80? No, 1890 it was built. I just was looking it up again today. Okay. It was built in 1890, 
And then I think it was 1891, it closed for a year or two because there was a depression. And then it reopened in 1893. And it's been good and bad ever since. Okay. I I was watching some stuff on it earlier today and they were talking about it. And they said, back in the 70s, you could get a room for 50 cents. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's be cool. It's the Grand Hotel in Big Timber, Montana. So, cool. did we figure out? Are we going to be there Monday or Sunday? We're going to be there s- Sunday into Monday. So yeah. So I talked to Chad and Jen, and we're they're game for the hotel. Okay. Um. Hopefully they're open. What do you mean? The restaurant. The restaurant is closed on Sunday. It's open Monday morning. All right. So I mean, there. The one of the videos I said saw today was it showed that said that people came. Now this video was very old, but people were coming all the way from Cody to eat there mm. and go back home. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, so that's kind of the plan we're going to do uh, with that. We added in uh, since Chad and Jenner kind of added. We kind of rearrange some dates and have a little extra windows now we're going to do uh bear Teeth pass if it's open and then we're going to go to a uh, little big horn yeah and then and then we're going to head back east there buddy boy well we got to do the tunnel of trees don't forget that well that's on the way back yeah we got tunnel of trees did um and we're going to do the four corners in that area and Grand Canyon on the way out, right? Right, right. Yeah, the four corner monument on the way out. Uh, we're doing Horseshoe Bend, not the Horseshoe Grand, Bend, Grand Canyon. Well, we're just doing Horseshoe Bend. We're not doing anything more than that. Okay. Oh, oh, and we get, we're going to Las Vegas, baby. Yeah, you've never been to Las Vegas, have you? No. Oh, boy. They're in for, in for a treat on this trip, man. Right, lights, big city. Oh boy, Isn't yeah. that, is that the city that never sleeps, or is that no? That's New York City. Yeah, that's New York city. city. It should sleep. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we got that planned out. Um, and I've been doing, and, and I guess I'll talk about some of the technology and what we do planning wise. I've realized with some of this stuff, I do a very. I've realized there is no program that I've been able to find to do everything I wanted to do. With mapping it out. So it is good old spreadsheets. Good old spreadsheets. You know, I use this ability. There's a couple of things I've figured out. True and tried form of Google spreadsheet or Google Maps and looking it up stuff. And then I um, put it into a spreadsheet and I kind of do a really really weird way i do a you know from point a to point b and within maps i kind of do a set departure time to kind of give me a real good estimate and i've used that it usually comes up pretty darn close to when we arrive and i do that for every stop and got the gas stops and as i've talked before i when i get west of the mississippi i start making sure we got gas stops and the stops are pretty short distance wise, but some of it is 
I don't want to push as far in case we don't have enough gas. I.e., John bike doesn't have enough gas. Yeah, evidently it's your bike. Boomer was saying today he can get 260 miles. Yeah. Okay. That's a bunch of BS. (laughs) Boomer, you're talking BS. You must be doing 45 miles an hour with no headwind. (laughs) Well, he is in Texas. It's flat in spots of Texas. Yeah. So talking about that, remind me, we got another one. We got to talk about 2025 plan. I already got something lined up for 2025. What? Yeah, I got something lined up for us to do in 2025. What's that? Oh, I'll tell you after after we get done with this. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so uh, where was I? You got me gas stops and planning it out. So uh, Google Maps spreadsheet. And also, what cool one I've been using, I've been using the I'm talking about my root app. That's a website that kind of competes with the Garmin Basecamp, and that's pretty neat. I've likened actually around the holidays they have a they had a lifetime membership code plan. So I bought a lifetime membership. No, did you? Yeah, it was only it was like less than two hundred dollars. Oh for a lifetime and it also includes the, the navigation app they ha- have that they've built um it's not the navigation app i used it while we were in maggie valley and i really wasn't impressed with it um i shouldn't say impressed i had some problems with it, it but it follows a lot of the same thing the garmin um xt uses now here's the cool thing that we got to try out with this dave there's actually an ability where it can export the the um, map to f- work with your Harley's uh, boombox. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. They have yeah, the ability all you to do exp- is make a GPX file. Yep. They actually have the file that's supposed to work with the Harley bikes. So I can send it. I'll have to, we'll have to try it out and see how it works and send it to you so you have that. Okay. We'll try that. Yeah. Because I know that you use, you, well, what do you use that or do you use the Google Map stuff? I've been using Google Maps. Okay. Because uh, the real issue with the Harley I found now, well, the the new stuff I can't answer. They changed everything with the new bikes this year. But the stuff I have, the major problem I had is if I'm running Google Android Auto, mm-hmm. then the Harley GPS drops. And then when the if the G, Harley GPS comes back up, you have to reload it. It doesn't continue running in the background. Okay. Yeah. Harley's, I, you know, that it's just, it's, it's, it's as, um, there's technology issues. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the things. So I, I think I'll ha- get them set up for you. So you have them because the, one of the big problems is if you get someplace that doesn't have cell service, you're not going to be able to use your Google maps. That's Why not? Because you have to be on cell service. No, you don't. Unless you download the maps. Unless yeah, you download- I download the maps in advance. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I do that all the time. Okay. Well. I don't mind doing that. I have plenty of room on my phone. Okay. Well, hey, we can figure it out. And I use multiple things. But yeah, it would be neat to see if I could use the Harley GPS, even though right. it doesn't right. give you traffic. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's, I guess that's the big reason why I run the Google Maps 
and I know I might know where I'm going or where I go, but I like using or just having navigation running just so I get the traffic update. Right. Yeah. Because it'll yeah. sit there and start telling you that you can start watching. You can see the colors start changing. You kind of say, oh, why is it getting this color? What's going on? Do I need to change plans? Something coming up, you know? Yeah. Because I hate to sit in traffic in 100 degree weather on a bike, don't you? Don't Isn't that enjoyable? It's not fun. <laughs> not fun at all. I mean, we've done it. Ohio, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, oh, lest I forget, Chicago. Uh, Chicago is, you know, always fun. It's just a thrill. Thinking back that trip, Chicago wasn't, well, Chicago didn't enjoy. Oh, hopefully when we're going to Milwaukee, you got to wait around Chicago. We got to go through the middle of it. Yeah, we got to go through it, but it's a, it's going to be a Friday afternoon. We'll be all right. Okie dokie. Chicago isn't that bad unless you get it at rush hour. I'm lying. It's always bad. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad last year. Okay. But but we got to try and get through there like before lunchtime. All right. Well, but not nine before nine either. So we got like a window. Uh, yeah, we got ways to go. We'd probably be there. I'm not sure how far it's going to be. I don't know. I'm, I'm following. That time when we get there. I'm following you. Oh, okay. So anyways, so, uh, yeah, so we got, we're, we're still working on plans. That trip was sounding pretty good. And then. We also got the Sturgis trip. Oh, 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 yeah, I forgot. Are we doing the triple nickel in, um, as well in uh, on our way back, or, or are we splitting sooner? Oh, that's not up to me. That's up to you. No, it's up to you. What do you mean, splitting sooner? You're the one who has to go south. I The triple nickel's on my way. No, it's not. It's not? No, it's more on my way. Because I can go right across 70. It dropped it's, it's south of 70. Oh, is it south of 70 yet? Yeah. Um, well, it, I mean, if we're, if I'm getting home Friday, it's okay. All right. You're still getting home on Friday. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. I mean, let's see. We got, I, I, you know, I was thinking, John, I might have to leave Wednesday after work <laughs> and drive over to New York City. Why? Maybe go dip my tires in the Atlantic Ocean so that when we get to the West Coast, I can dip my tires in the Pacific Ocean in the same week. (laughs) Ah, you're funny, Dave. You are so funny. Just to say I did it. So, yes, Triple Nickel is south of 70. I thought it was north to south, but whatever. It does. It goes north to south, but it goes from uh, Zanesville south. Well, Zanesville's up at 80. No, it's on 70. Oh, it's on 70. Uh Yep. And you go south all the way down to 77, pretty much. Yep. 77. Is that outside of... uh um, Williamstown. Williamstown. Oh, 
Williamstown, West Virginia. Yeah, so that's a little Williamstown. Oh, but that's nice right across from there back. Yeah, you could take seven all the way back. You could take the all the way. I'm just looking at the map. You could take seven all the way along the river. Yeah. Along the river there, you can, the Ohio River, you can ride along the Ohio Ohio River, Dave. Yeah. All the way back to Wheeling, West Virginia, then then get back on 70, or there's another way you can cut across. Um, Or you can take 50 across from um, Parkersburg. Uh, I'll probably have to get on 70 in Wheeling and head home at that point. Okay. But just highway rough it. Okay. So that's kind of, I have it uh, in the spreadsheet. So you can look at the spreadsheet. I got the days finished off for us. So. Oh, did you? Do you figure out a way to get around the fact that they didn't want to let you do Beartooth Pass? Was it being closed? Oh, no. I haven't done that one. Uh, Well, no. So the, uh, my route app allows me to do it. Oh, does it? Yeah, that's how I knew how many miles we were going to do that day. I, that that one's not done, but yeah. So, yeah. So that's the plan for that one. Uh, and then we got uh, Sturgis. And for those of you who are wondering, we're going to average mileage days from 700 down to what, 300? Roughly? <laughs> I don't think that. I think we only have one day. That's It all depends on what happens. We have one day of breaks. And I have no idea how many miles that's going to be. That one day, I have a feeling it's going to be. Um, What's the shortest day we have? Right what? now? Right now? Yeah. Uh, 370. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and, 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 and I should say that some of these days are are not short days the, the, we have long days on the interstate but we also have long long days on back roads yeah um, I mean you're telling me 300 and some miles and I'm guessing that's on the Pacific Coast Highway uh, uh, that's that's actually yeah that's the Thursday and Friday going up the coast so from um San Francisco to San Francisco up to uh we're saying in Crescent City is three ninety nine that day along one and then uh four hundred miles on the Pacific Coast Highway. Along the coast, my friend, yes. Yeah. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. I just hope oh. we're not biting off more than we can chew. Well, you can't stop every five minutes to take pictures, okay? So you better have your phone you might want to get you might want to get like um an old camera that you don't care if you lose so you can take pictures while you're going down the road okay all right because there's not going to be very many stops if any we're on a tight we're on tight schedules my friend we i mean it's going to be a good trip but i think there's not going to be much of um dilly dallying around right we can't be stopping at starbucks every five minutes okay okay no starbucks (laughs) no starbucks but if we see a bar no, no stopping at no. bars either. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to drink on this trip? Well, I can drink when we get to hotels. Oh, okay. So no water all day long. I'm not allowed <laughs> to drink anything. Well, you got a mantra helmet. You got a cup holder on that bike? 
No, not a, I don't have a cup holder. You need to get a cup holder. That's what you need by yourself. I'm telling you, Dave, you got to get yourself a cup holder. I have nowhere to mount a cup holder. Yes, you do. You got to mount your handlebars. I don't put anything on the handlebars, except All right. for maybe a, a, a camera once in a while. All right, you got the you got the you got your highway pegs down or your your crash bars on the side. Yeah, but I can't reach those. Don't don't you have a bat? I guarantee Harley has something that you can put a cup holder on that bike. <laughs> go talk to Lonnie. Okay, go talk to Lonnie. Yeah, Lonnie has a cup holder or two. I'm telling you, yes. All right, so put a cup holder on there. Or, or you're going to need to get a camel pack so you can have some water. Well, then I'll have to pee all the time. We'll just stand up then and let be, it out. Then you'll be complaining, Dave, what do you got to stop and pee again? Oh, you just peed an hour ago, and now you got to pee again. I need to pee, John, and I need to, I need to fill my camel bag because I emptied it in the last 30 minutes. It, all one and a half liters uh, emptied. Because you know me, if, once I start sucking on a straw. <laughs> Oh, is that what happens? Yeah. Sure. We'll go there. Okay. There's a lot of jokes there. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. So, uh, you're a truck driver. You should be able to handle the pee stops. Uh, Not when I put a camel back on my back and then get obsessed with, oh, I can take a sip anytime I want now. Oh, let's take a sip. Let's take a sip. Well, this hasn't run out yet. We're still good. Next thing you know, I've drank a liter and a half of water in a half hour. Ain't no bladder going to handle that. Truck driver or not. Mm. Maybe I'll get one of them, uh, them, uh, pee condoms. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Ones that you, if you slip on like a condom, but it's got a little hose on the end and run it down to my boot or something, stick it in Have my boot. Have you ever boot. tried one of those? No. No. Dang. Okay. Have you? No. I've thought about it. Oh, you know what I could do? I could save money on underwear. I could just buy diapers. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's it. I'll just wear diapers. Then we won't ever have to stop, you know? (laughs) Uh, I might get a squishy seat once in a while. Hey, maybe that's that's a new title we should make the show. Maybe I need to buy diapers. Maybe I need to buy diapers. Yeah, that's the title of this show. Uh, uh, I could see that now. I could make it all the way all the way across the country without having to stop to go to the bathroom once. Just change my diaper at the end of the day. Yeah, that's it. You got to wear a diaper too, though, John. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it by myself. Okay. All right. So, so since we're talking about this and all holding our bladder. And bladder. So 2025 trip. Are you ready for the 2025 plan? Are you, I guess. Are you ready for this one? I don't know. All right. How can I know if I'm ready if you haven't told me yet? So I called Chad. And I have an idea of something to do in 2025. And I called him up and asked him if he'd be willing to do it. And he's game for it. Oh, you, you talked Chad into this before you even talked to me. Yep, 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 yep. No, 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 I'm going to continue on. While I was telling the idea, Jen's even thinking about doing it. This little trip I have planned out. Are you ready? Uh, Yeah, when you say little trip, I'm thinking now it's going to be like Canada or Mexico or 
No, no. No. It's going to stay in one state. Well, that means North Carolina for you. No, no. didn't mean that. It's going to be in one state. One state. One state. We're not going to leave the state. Alaska. Negative. No. We are going to go to Texas. Or I'm going to Texas. For MotoGP? Negative. Oh. And we are going to do the... um, Give me a second. I got to find the right one. Uh, The Round the State Tour? Jesus. We're going to go to the Alamo if we're going to Texas. We're going to do the Bun Burner Gold. Bun Burner Gold. Oh, well, that's just a day and a half. Negative. We can do that way out. Negative. That is a thousand mile or 1,500 miles in 24 hours. Oh, 24. Oh. You know, I've never done an iron butt myself. I know. I know you haven't. So you ready to do it? Yeah, I think I'm ready. Think, think about it, Dave. You, I, I, you, you get this thing about it, okay? So here's here's the thing. So we're going to, we even, Chad and Jen and I already figured it out. We're going to leave their house. We got to go a little bit north of their house to start. Okay. And we're going to go down. And, and oh, yeah. Just so you know, it's all interstate. Sorry. Whole interstate. We're going to go from their house. We're going to go south to San Antonio, get on I-10, go to El Paso, and back to their house. 1,500 miles. Done. That sounds like so much fun, John. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? No. Oh, come on. All right. All right. Now, if you were going like, you know, well, let's see, El Paso. So El Paso, they have good steak in El Paso, I understand. Well, we don't have time. What about the Alamo? Where's we, the Alamo? San Antonio. We don't have time for that. We got to have time for the Alamo. Not doing 1,500 miles in 24 hours, my friend. Oh, come on. You got to have something to do. You can't just sit on the bike and go blah, 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 blah. Highway, highway, highway. Okay. All right. Well, this is why I don't have 1,000 miles in a day. I know. Because to me... Sitting on a highway and saying I did a thousand miles in a day. If I don't get to stop and enjoy a couple of things along the way, yeah, I I, I get it. I I totally hear you. I totally understand. I, mean, I might do it just 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 because you're doing it, but we got to include more than just that. Well, I didn't. That this is just a one day thing that we're doing. I'm telling you though, if we're going to do that, we got to stop at the Alamo. No, we can't stop. You can you can stop. No, you can't. Average it out. Fifteen hundred miles in twenty four hours. Ah, to twenty four, twenty, twenty, twenty. That's like uh, you got to average like sixty two miles an hour. Okay, and you got to put gas stops in there. Okay, but I can go two hundred and fifty ish, depending well, what's the speed limit down there. That's that's the other point of why Texas, because it's range between seventy and eighty five miles an hour. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I some you this is here's something, John. You love numbers and you love figuring stuff out. So here's something. 
All right. Below 80, I get over 40 miles to the gallon. Above 80, I get like 30, 35. Right. So would it be better to do 78 miles an hour for for 10 hours or whatever it is, you know, and get the better fuel mileage? Because stops hurt you so bad. Right. So it's 20 minutes. 20 minutes is what it is. When you make a gas stop, my opinion is 20 minutes. By the time you get off the exit to the gas stop, off the bike, fill the bike up, bathroom, gear back on, back on a bike, and back on the highway is 20 minutes. Okay. All right. So let's take this. So you do five miles an hour difference, right? Let's say you're doing, let's just say 10, 10 miles an hour difference, right? 10 miles per gallon. 10 miles an hour. Let's just go 10 miles an hour, right? So you're doing 70 to 80. So you're going to get another 10 miles an hour, right? An hour. So that's an extra 30 miles every fuel stop. Okay. And and so if I can go 210 miles as opposed to 180 well, that's going to eliminate two fuel stops over the course of a day, at least. Correct. So, it's going to end up saving you almost an hour. So to, to put it out, I remember Rich had his buddy Alan on the pot, uh, on loud pipes, and we were talking about Iron Butt because he actually did the he actually did the coast to coast in a hundred. So left Atlantic coast, Jacksonville area, went across, turned around, and came back and did it under a hundred hours. The magic number for gas stop is 175 miles. And I can tell you that's the number. What do you mean that's the magic number? It 175 miles between gas stops is a perfect number. Because it allows it? because it's the at that point you're at the three hour mark on a bike. No, you're only about two and a half. Okay. So anyways, if you're running if you're running 70 miles an hour, that's 140 and 35 is is 175. Okay. So so two and a half, that's a good time to take a break and get off the bike. Oh, okay. To stretch, break, and it and it was and it works out really well and it gives you the thing. And you are right, yes. One less fuel stops makes a big difference. Because I've I was done say, a lot. Because I can make it 250 miles on a fuel run. But unfortunately, right now I don't know how the spider is doing with gas mileage because they did an ECU update on the last one, and the gas mileage hasn't been what it was before. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Because I was getting almost, I was getting mid 30s, and now I'm in the low 30s. Yeah, that just blows my mind. So I've lost like. But I don't know. So this is the thing that I don't know what happened. So you know I was talking about how I had the pedal box on the bike to change the throttle response. And it threw threw the air codes with going in limp modes. Uh And and it caused the throttle position sensor to, I think, malfunction. So they cleared those. So I wonder if it's now working the heck how it was supposed to. And it's doing something different with the fuel control. 
and I don't know what it now. It wouldn't have to be running richer then. But it doesn't seem like it's running richer. So I don't I I but I know some of the things I've been riding, the wind has been very interesting. So Oh yeah, that's also we gotta take that into consideration. Oh, to, uh, and the plan is is to do this in October. 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 Hmm. Well then you might talk me into it because there's this little thing called Born Free Texas in October. Mm. Okay. That's near Chad too, I think. Mm. Okay. So 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 I'm just saying we just have this one day that we're gonna go do this ride. And then there's other days we can do other stuff. Okay. But right. I'm telling you, if you're going down to where the Alamo is, we're stopping at the Alamo. We'll make it another day trip. If it's 700 miles one way. It's not 700 miles to Alamo. How far is it to the Alamo? From, from his house. Please hang. Please stand by. Please stand by. Do, 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 do. Oh, John's doing his figuring here, folks. See, this is why John hates me because, you know, I want to do a butt burner goal, 1,500 miles in 24 hours. Okay, John, but we got to stop at the Alamo. And this is what drives John crazy. It's only 300 miles down. Oh, well, I thought you said it was at the end of this 15, at the turn. No. No, I said we're going to San Antonio and then to El Paso and then back. San Antonio and El Paso. Isn't there something to see in San Antonio? No. Yeah, the Alamo. The Alamo, okay. And then El Paso, El Paso. So anyways, that, that's kind of the plans, Dave. So so you think about that. That's kind of the ideas. For I'll tw- think about it. For it, 2025. It's got, a, it's got a high probability. Oh, I know you'll be willing to do this trip. Oh, yeah, talking about that. Are you still planning on doing, uh, well, no, you haven't decided yet. That's right. I asked you. About Louisiana? Louisiana. Louisiana is going to be a snow-free trip for sure. I'm not going to leave when it's snowing. Okay. In order to get all 48 states on this trip that John and I are doing, John already has Louisiana, and I don't. And every other state that I need and he needs will be on this trip. So... The rule is, is Dave's supposed to go get Louisiana in March. So, so hey, Dave, I got an idea for you. I'm listening. So, take the bike, throw it in the back of the truck, drive the truck down here. We unload it and take off. And the point of that being? We go get Louisiana for you. Well, why am I driving the truck down there? case it's snowing up there oh oh okay okay i got you now you get out of the snow with a bike on the truck you get over down here do you got a place i can unload it i need a hill we i might be able to see if i could um go over to the dealership and have it unload and pull it off at the dealership yeah tell them i'll buy a t-shirt i'll see what i can do <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll ask my uh, I got I'll, I'll see what we can do. 
especially since Debbie's going to let me buy one of them new Harley road glides. Oh, yeah. So I was talking about that. So Harley, we this some new. Let's talk about that real quick. Harley, we got a few minutes. Sure, the look I just got. I think I just died a little. Oh. <laughs> Are you going to get the CVO ST? No, not the ST. I don't like the floorboards on the ST already. Oh, okay. All right. Well, no, they came up with, wasn't it the Road Glide ST or something they came out with? So they came out with a regular Road Glide, which looks very similar to, it's like an 80% of last year's CVO Road Glide that came out. It's like 80% of it, we'll say. I would say 75-80% of that bike is now the new Road Glide. And then they came out with the Road Glide CVO, which is, you know, bells and whistles Road Glide with the new big 121, I think it is, 121. Yep. Variable valve, all the bells and whistles. And then they came out with the CVO ST Road Glide. Right. Which the CVO ST is like high horsepower, lightweight. I mean, it's it's cool, and it's got the inverted forks, I think, again. But it ha- they saved a lot of weight by putting, like, carbon fiber bits on it. But they also did stuff like, I'm trying to think, oh, wait, it doesn't have the variable valve timing on it, so it doesn't get the good fuel mileage. And uh, the ST has very small floorboards on it which are good for handling, but on a long trip, you can't move your feet around. So, and just looking at them, I'm looking at the shifter peg and where it's located. It's nowhere near the floorboard. I'm like, how are you supposed to shift gears? I, 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 it, I just look at it like 10 times now. And I'm, I'm like, the shifter peg is like a good four inches in front of the floorboard. And my feet aren't that big, you know. I mean, so many crickets. That's a long ways up there. Then no, so whatever. The ST, no. The ST doesn't, in, plus it's only black or white. Now the CVO, they have a copperhead color. Oh. Yeah, that makes me get a little chubby. <laughs> That's a sweet looking bike. For those of you who hadn't seen it, it's one of them color-changing bikes, and it's root beer brown sometimes, and we all know I like my brown motorcycles. So, mm. but. Yeah, I was, I was watching um, I watched a video, because I know they just released well, a couple days ago, so... Um, yeah, two days ago. Yeah, Wednesday. So, no, yesterday. Um... So I was watching the thing, and I know on the ST, I was watching a guy talk about on the ST, CVOST, and they actually have adjustable shocks on the back and the front. Yeah, they use Showa, Showa uh, suspension, which is not that well known. I mean, Showa suspension is one of them, don't get me wrong, but it's not, you know, all the guys with the road glides, well, they, they had been using Olin's for the Screaming Eagle stuff, so I assume they still have that. Right. But this is, yeah, your remote reservoir Showa shocks. I'd never, didn't know they even made these. Right. And the adjustable front end on it. Yeah. I mean, those things are nice, but. So which one do you like? Do you like the, um, the CVO Road Glide? That's one you yeah, said? Yeah. The CVO Road Glide 2020. 
The copper color? 24. Oh. The copperhead. That is a nice looking bike. Ooh. Isn't it? That's a pretty bike. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand why. Did you tell Debbie how much this costs? I didn't see how much it cost. I'm afraid to look. It was like 60 grand. No, not that bad. How much do you think, Dave? 60 grand? Uh, well, is if I assume you're looking at it right now. I am. In is, fact, they actually... Is, uh, added, is there a premium markup for that color? Because uh, when they do the premium markup for color, that's like a six grand increase. And I got a feeling that's going to be one of those colors that they yeah, do. Yeah, they did that. Stupid. Yes, they did. Yeah, so it's probably what, 55? Uh, that would be my guess. So, based on how they're saying, because I know they lowered the price on the regular road glide. Right. It's supposed to be starting at like 25. And some change. Which I wonder what the stock color is this year. So 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 the CVO is forty four five. Well, that's not terrible. Plus another six it says, I don't know if it's included, but I don't think it is. Another six grand for the custom two tone color. Yeah, yeah, that that's gonna be additional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and just to let you know they're running Brimbo brakes on the front. No, yeah, they're running Brimbros. Yeah, radio uh Radial mount Brembos. Is does it say on there whether it's a uh, inverted front end or not? Uh, I'm curious. That that to me was a big selling point of last year's CBO model. Was the whole inverted front end? Because I know they're not running it on the regular road glide. They're running oh, the traditional. And, and just so you know, it's the 25th anniversary of the CBO. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's just an anniversary of it. I don't even remember what the first CVO was. It wasn't a road glide. That was the number, that was the second one. I don't see them saying anything about the forks on it, Dave. Yeah, so it's probably back to conventional fork, and they're using the inverted forks on the CVO model. The the CVO model is that more? Where's that the same price since you're looking? Which one? The uh, oh, I'm sorry, the ST CVO ST. The ST price is cheaper. It's forty two ninety nine. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure. Yeah, because the CVO ST is actually missing stuff. But right, but. It's also a weight savings and performance thing. So right, and but they also you do get the better suspension, which is worth more, in my opinion. But and then they came out with a Pan American CVO. How much do they want for that, baby? Because that's 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 pretty that's pretty nice. Twenty nine, twenty nine, yeah. Because I mean that one now comes. See the old. Pan America didn't come with the luggage and it didn't come with any crash bars. Right. All that comes on the CBO. Yeah. And it gets the auxiliary lighting, I think. Yeah. So that's actually a pretty good deal. 
because you figure that's going up against your your BMWs that cost mid twenties, but like I said, they don't include any of those crash bars or luggage. You get all that's added on. Yeah. So the CVO, does it say whether that has the adjustable suspension on it or not? Which, which one did you, oh yeah. Which one CVO? Pan America. Oh, the Pan America had on the last year's special or every year special Pan America hadn't had a, um, uh, what you call it suspension that when you came to a stop it lowered, we got below 25 miles an hour. I think it was, it lowered and went back up so that short guys like me could actually ride an adventure bike. Are you going to get on one, huh, Dave? No, I, I, one bike's enough for me. Up, up. Hold on a second. Adaptive ride height. Yep, it has it. Oh, so you, you found know? it. Well, it's a good job, Dave. I'm glad you found that. Actually, I had help from Quarter Point. All right. Well, he had the. He has the. Uh, he has the. Um, what you call this thing? The little booklet. Oh, yeah. It he, came in the mail with oh. all of the information about all of them in here. Oh yeah, is he ready to go buy one? I think he left. Well, he left it out on the table for me to look at. Oh, is he saying, Dad, go buy one? I think he's trying to give me the hint, but I can't afford one. And I like my bike. Yeah, your bike's pretty nice. It's, it's you know, that that inverted front end, man, that that makes me a little soft and fuzzy, though. Well, that's what it really going, does. That's what I was going to go look up. I was going to look up your front forks. You, you were asking something about the suspension, the chassis. Yeah, yeah they are inverted on the CVO. They are inverted. They are inverted on the CVO? Yeah. Okay. No. I knew they were on, on the ST, but I didn't know if they were on the regular CVO. Uh, yep, the CVO Road Glide has them inverted. Okay. So. Yeah, looks pretty nice, Dave. Yeah, it looks beautiful, but. So the video I was watching, they were talking about, the guy was talking about the uh, the ST and how they figured it was going to be like at the 60000 price range they thought it was going to be like 65 and when it came in at like 42 they were like oh my goodness so that's that's I mean, still that's a lot of that's a lot of change uh-oh what's quarter point saying uh one of his buddies is looking at a cvo st and the price they're giving him is forty three thousand. yeah and it, what color is that is that the black well Right, it's 43. I know it's 43, just four, but somebody said that they thought it was going to come in at 65 before they released it. Well, yeah, I mean, Harley had been, but you never know. They might, they might reintroduce their uh, market adjustment again. Mm. That was, that's been on their bikes for the last couple of years, ever since COVID. It was like a $2,000 markup on every single bike for market adjustment. Right. Plus another 2000 for your um, delivery charge. That's 
you buy an older you back to old fairs. Oh, that is interesting. Uh, quarter point just pointed out a point to me. How oh, I can I say point one more time? <laughs> sure. <laughs> he just showed me that if you buy the ultra limited or the road glide limited, which is the touring chassis, which has the extra bag on the back, yeah. you go to the old fairing and the old engine. But if you buy just the street glide or the road glide, you get all the new stuff. Interesting. Huh. The 117s are not variable valve. Right. You're correct. Yes. He's asking me whether the 117s, which comes on the road glide and street glide standard, we're going to call it standard, not the CVO or the ST, do not have variable valve. Only the CVOs have the variable valve. And the STs don't have it either. They just have the the 121 because you don't put variable valve on a race motor. Because they're just trying to get the maximum horsepower out of it. And that way they can also, I believe the STs have a higher rev limiter on them too. Yeah, I think, I, I think the viewer said 9,500. Yeah. So more horsepower and torque than the BBT. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yep. It says it right in the little booklet here. It produces more horsepower and torque than the variable valve. It's a high output motor. Oh, okay. It's a hoe. (laughs) It's a hoe. You can ring her out for all she's worth. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have explicit on this tag on these podcasts here. <laughs> well, we always had explicit, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay, because we're not safe for childish consumption. No, we're not. So, all right, Dave, what else we got? Anything else? I think that's going to do it for tonight. We talked about the new Harleys, which I didn't know we were going to do. Hey, why not, right? It yeah. Makes I mean, everybody much- else is, so we might as well, too. Well, we really didn't talk much about them. But- no, nah, but I mean, it is very exciting to me because I, th- I think that new fairing is beautiful. Yeah. And I would love to get one, but I don't love the sticker price either. 40, 40 is a little high. Yeah. I thought when I bought mine, it was 30 and I was cringing at that, right? Yeah. I was twisting in my seat thinking this is too much money to spend on a motorcycle. Yeah. Maybe I can go in and say, Hey, you give me 30 for the one I have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll happen. Don't laugh at me all the way out the door. So um, I guess I got to make sure I find some place for you to stay down here when that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you're going to get booted out of that house. Oh, absolutely. You'll be in the doghouse for weeks. <laughs> that might be years. <laughs> you might end up dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll have a brand new motorcycle, but not be able to ride it because you'll break my ankles. 
Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, but then, but she, why would she do that? Then you can't work. Okay, she'll figure out something. Oh, I have an automatic transmission now. She'll give me a stick to push the gas pedal in the brake. <laughs> <laughs> but how can you climb in the truck? Huh? How can you climb into the truck? I'll just, I'll just have to work out with my upper body here, you know, get a little workout thing going. She'll give me a rope to pull the wheelchair up. <laughs> uh, she's probably over there looking at you right now, isn't she? <laughs> Every once in a while, I get that look like, I can't believe you're even saying this. Uh, anyways. All right, Dave. All right. Let's. Have a nice good night, everybody. Uh, been a good, enjoyable chat. And Dave can have his nice little chaser. Yep. Oh, and I came up with something for you, John. Yeah, my friend. So, motorcycles are out there. Go ride them. All right, my friend. Was it nice and tasty, Dave? That was a good one. All right. I got to drink this more often. All right. Everyone have a good night, and we'll check you next time. If you have any questions, want any comments back at us, hit us up at Asphalt Chasers Podcast Podcast. at gmail.com. Yeah, you got it. All right, sweet. And I know what happened with that other problem. I know what's going on with that other issue. So, yeah, that'll never be resolved. Okay. So, anyways. All right. So, you can send it that. You can hit us up there, or you can look on Facebook. Dave's, Dave's monitors the social media. And since he's getting a special PR training. We should have more activity coming up. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. That's it for this episode of Asphalt Chasers. We hope you enjoyed the ride as much as we did. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find us on social media or visit our website for more information. Remember to always ride safely and responsibly and to enjoy every moment on the road. Until next time, keep chasing the asphalt and living life to the fullest.